everybody. It's Dave and Jeff. It is June 3rd, 2021. Did you see how I booked a guest for a future show? That was pretty good. Not bad, right? It was a good guest. Uh, we'll get her back. Book two coming out. Talking about our pal Lisa Ann. It's funny and just being a smart ass. Yeah. Picture of her sitting there. She said, oh, I just went to the park to think. And another friend of ours who lives overseas was like, oh, what are you thinking about? Oh, I thought there was supposed to be a Dave and Jeff podcast last night. I said, well, don't fret. There'll be a new one tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and she jumped right in. She goes, hey, when am I coming back on? I go, well, that'll make Dave happy. Oh, dude. Jim Bettencourt says he's coming by. Yeah, Jim Bettencourt says he's coming by with the sirens on all the way from San Marcos. Yeah, we'll get it all together. So, uh, yeah, that was cool. Uh, one other thing, too. I know a couple of you reached out because I mentioned on the last show that August 1st, I'm going to a concert, and we had talked about doing an event. Well, nothing had been planned. Yeah, Not like all of you reached out. We're like, hey, come here to our venue. We'll put it together. But, we'll do it August 8th. But you, you kind of did say August 1st. True. It was your idea. Yeah, of course. August 1st. What a great day this will be. It'll and, be a Sunday night. Yeah, basically Jeff said, fuck you guys fuck for you Los, guys. Lo, Los Lobos and, and La Bamba. Yeah, great. That's it. Jesus. But we'll get it together. Through you guys right away. Yep. Does not give a shit. Did not. Did not. Hey, I want to thank uh, the Marine family for being extremely nice. They sent Jeff and I these cool cups, the I ones love that you these. Dude, they're awesome. And these they're, are they're fantastic. Like, yeah, they're they're like the Yetis. Yes. But they put our logo on them. And uh very, very cool. And I tell you, this is a great family. They uh have reached out to me over and over again. Um I, I'm not gonna give all all the names just because they aren't public figures. But they are extremely nice. Ever since Jake passed, yeah, the father, the son, check in on me at least once a month. This send me is, messages to say, hey, you doing okay? All the time. This is so great. It is. So Jeff is holding one right in his hand. Not only did they do the, the Dave and Jeff Show logo that we have on our show, yeah, but uh, they also gave me one for Jake's projects. No way. They gave me one for JP25 Media. So uh, extremely, extremely nice. Very, very thoughtful. I can't thank them enough. I love that. That is really fun. And we've talked about doing this, and maybe as we get into 22, a lot of you have been incredibly nice saying, hey, if hats or T-shirt, Dave, I know you have a lot of friends that wanted a mouse pad. <laughs> Does anybody have a mouse pad anymore? Uh, yeah, we have at work. Uh, but, I mean, it, you just got to use whatever you can find. The table works fine. Table you don't need a mouse fine. pad. Yeah, that's it. That's all you need. But hey, if I get you one, you'll use it, right? Uh, I like the uh, an air freshener idea. Yeah, all of those. We'll all bring them to uh, fruition. We'll get that going in 2022. <laughs> but no, this all can aside, Dave. I walked in. This was here. I go, God damn, is this nice? Really cool. Love it. Yeah, thank you to the family. Absolutely. So a lot of things going on, of course. Jeff and I are watching uh, the Padres Mets right now. This could be a possible playoff matchup. Yeah. As we watch this this game. And so you have Darvish going for the pods as we do the show tonight. DeGrom, I think, pitches on Saturday. Saturday. And uh, I had so many people reach out to me that are Mets fans that live in Southern California saying, hey, can you help me out and get me into Petco Park? Nope. And I said, I cannot. No. And they go, ticket prices are, in, are insane. 200 a ticket. 200 a ticket. They're they're extremely high, but right now we're looking at possibly a playoff matchup. Well, I think what we saw with the Cubs, which, man, if you're Jed Hoyer right now, right, and you're sitting on three guys as you look backwards before we look forwards, Dave, what do you do if you're the Cubs? Financially, they have been locked up and jammed up for about yeah. two years. 
and you have Chris Bryant, you have Anthony Rizzo, and you have Javi Baez yes. all walk away free agents at the end of this year. The but, plan was to get rid of all of them and restock your minor league system. Yeah. That was the plan. But right now you're playing great in yep. the central. You looked very, very good the in last first four place. games. Yeah. You own the Dodgers and the Padres. But I don't think from an ownership standpoint, you have the finances to re-sign two of those guys, maybe not even one. Okay, boy. here's what's interesting. As good as the Cubs are right now, and, and they've been playing great baseball with the 32 and 23 in and first place. Beating good teams, like you said. Beating good teams. I mean, dominated. They, they swept through the Dodgers, yeah. swept through the pods. How much better would they be if they would have kept Darvish? Oh, boy. Right? I right. mean, they got rid of him because they thought this was the year that they're just flipping things out. Yeah. The Giants are in the same boat. I mean, not Giants don't have the same guys to get rid of, but the Giants thought this is a transition year. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're in it, too, in June as of right now. I tell you what, I think you really have to tip your hat to Andy Green and give him a lot of credit for what's going on in Chicago. <laughs> Fucking Andy Green. Yeah, you do. That's exactly- all I know is he's in first place. Padres aren't. Uh, bring back Andy. Hashtag. Hashtag. Bring back the blue. Uh, Giants are different. Giants are playing with house money, so they can go and do whatever they want. Yeah. It doesn't impact their... Uh, their long-term future. But if you're the Cubs and you're sitting on these guys, man, I, I mean, if you had the dough to sign them, you would have already re-signed them, right? And, okay, so here's my question. You've been to Chicago a bunch of times. Oh, as yeah. far as I know, Chicago's a major market. Number three. How in the hell do the Cubs not have the money to pay for these guys? I can't. I don't follow day-to-day Cubs baseball enough to be able to tell you. I know that they had been incredibly proactive in redeveloping around Wrigley, right? And they, yeah. they built expansions into Wrigley Field that blocked the bleachers. And then kind of out front, um, they built this huge parking garage and this structure. I think they have a hotel across the street. They brought they built Brickhouse Restaurant. Like, they put a lot of money. Not that Wrigleyville was run down. Wrigleyville's a blast. But uh, the Ricketts family put a... And I think they're Price Waterhouse. I think that's who they're. I think that's who it is. What that family has money in, okay? Like that's. I think that's correct. Just going from memory. But Dave, they put a ton of money in. They won, right? They won the yep. World Series. But I can't speak to what happened, right? I mean, we know what happened with the economy, but it felt like that was going to happen prior to COVID. So I, I, I don't know enough. But it's a little disappointing because, yeah, Cubs fans can be annoying, but I bet there's plenty of Cubs fans that go, God, those Padre fans are annoying, right? (laughs) Dude, everybody hates the Padres right now. Yeah, when you start winning, your fan base becomes insanely annoying. Yeah. And and I think that's kind of where we are with the Cubs, but I think it's kind of a drag. I think it's kind of a drag that they got to get rid of those guys. You know, it's it's one of those things. You mentioned the World Series. In 2016, when the Cubs beat the Indians in the World Series, you know, there yeah. were two great stories of, of two teams that never win. Yeah. And then you have an Indians team that, as we see Francisco Lindor on the Mets, they're yeah. in the same situation where they start shipping guys off like crazy and they can't Clevenger. afford to do business anymore. Yeah. Clevenger, another one, and you're going to see more and more guys. Bieber won't finish his career with the Indians. Yeah, Bauer was there a yeah. couple of years ago, right? It happens all the time. So it, it's not good for the sport, you know, for the fan bases. Yeah. I mean, if you're, as we say, a big market, well, you think L.A., Chicago, New York, well, right now the Cubs are struggling. 
financially of what's happening. And he's, we're, the point of the conversation is, here's a team that's competing in first place in June, and they're still talking about what do we do because we can't afford to make a trade for a big-time player to help our team even even make a serious run. Yeah, I think maybe, though, what we've seen with San Diego will put a lot of pressure on other teams, mainly teams like the Oakland A's, uh, Cleveland, others, because what Pete Seidler has done is eliminated the notion that you can't spend money in a small market, and and not that we are. I mean, you're, you're mid-market, but he's gotten rid of that. And now if you're that fan base, you look at it and go, well, wait a minute. How does San Diego have two $300 million guys on yeah. their roster, plus guys at $20 million in Darvish and Myers, right? How are they able to do it, and we're not? That's what everybody should be asking, because yeah. you should be start to realize that your owners are lying to you. Yeah. And the and, whole thing opened the books. Nobody ever opens the books. No, and think about if the A's had gone out and invested money and got players. I mean, I know they win. But you gotta you gotta get deeper than they've done, where they've just been first round of the playoffs team. If they had invested and figured out a way to get a new ballpark built, man, that's a great fan base. They just gotta they just gotta wake up. The A's reminded me of what the Padres had before they got Petco Park. They're kind of just stuck. I mean, yeah. the, the city's given up on sports. It's obviously not San Francisco. There's a big difference of what's going on. The, the A's to compete need to be in a, in a real baseball ballpark. Yeah. And probably, unfortunately, out of Oakland, which yeah. is heartbreaking. Well, you know, the, the team that does well every single year, and they're in first place in the American League East, is the Rays. And yeah. you can flip on any Rays game. There's never anybody there. No, because it's not Tampa. You're over in St. Pete. And we've talked about this a thousand different times. It's not an easy drive to get from Tampa to get to St. Pete. And by the time you make that drive and you have to go into that dome... Oh, my God, I can't think of a worse place. I mean, you've been in the yeah. Chase Field. That feels like you're in a big airline hangar. That place feels like Wrigley Field compared to the Dome in, in St. Pete. But that's the team they should move, Dave. I mean, I don't know if it's the ownership. <laughs> what a fucking guy. <laughs> fucking guy playing center field like does Alan not, Horton. Does not get right over does the not fence. get right over the wall. He's so mad. Good job, shithead. Good job. Fucking two-run homer for Tatis. Number 18. Yeah. Fucking assist to the center fielder. That kid's annoying. (laughs) Uh, You're calling out kids on TV. I'm kidding. You got the big chain. um, But, yeah, Tampa should be a team. Major League Baseball, Rob Manfred has to start looking around and telling teams like the A's, and like the Rays, listen, we're either going to figure it out or one of you is going to Nashville, the other one's going to Vegas, and we're going to pump a little new life into this. Uh, I don't think you're going to do expansion. No, so, they aren't going to do expansion. You're right. So pump those, put them into markets that are going to be excited for it. We already have seen it in Nashville that you've got Dave Dombrowski and others that are there to run it, good Major League Baseball people. And I'm sure the people that would uh, take care of it in Vegas would be good baseball people. But they just... They got to be out with the old, in with the new. Like Steve Cohen coming in, running the Mets. Huge, right? Get rid yeah. of the Will Ponds and do that. Pete Seidler coming in over Jeff Morad. Huge upgrade. Yeah. Didn't Dombrowski end up uh, going back to the Phillies, right, to, to fix things there? Did was, he, no, was, I thought he left to go to Nashville. 
I thought he ended up. Oh, shoot, maybe you're right. I got to look this up. I yeah, completely no, forgot because I know when Theo left the Cubs, the talk was that Theo was going to be a big part of what was going to happen oh, in Nashville. You know what? You know what, Dave? You might be right. Yeah, Dombrowski may have gone yes, to Philly. President of uh, Major League uh, Operations for the Phillies. But there are still other people involved with that Nashville group yeah. that are pretty good baseball people. You're right. Dombrowski did leave right at right at the start. Right of, at the start. Uh, yeah, but, of spring training. But, but there's but, a lot of talk that Theo is supposed to have a lot to do with that. Well, pretty good. Yeah, as far as maybe an ownership group goes. Yeah, pretty good, right? Different people out there. But that's what I would start doing on baseball. And especially for markets where you have been around for a long time. Come on, man. You're you're holding everybody else back. Yeah. You need to get it figured out. And and sorry, as uh as they say in the NFL, no loyalty. We don't don't get emotional. Make the right business decision and go to markets that want you. Exactly right. So Right now, you're looking at the pods, as Jeff just said. They're, they're up to nothing. They're back home after, what, a 10-game road trip. Yep. Didn't, didn't, things didn't go their way. But Four the and big, six. Yeah, the, the big news is Tatis is back in the lineup right now. Yep. You know? And Tatis has gone through a situation where he um, has missed 19 games. And you yep. go, that, that's a hell of a lot of games. When you look at him as good as he is, I predicted before the season, I think you said 40 home runs. I said, you said, I said 50 home runs. You said 40 home runs. Uh-huh. But when it's all said and done, are we going to look at this guy as a guy that as great as he was, he couldn't stay healthy? Uh, he might end up in center field after all, right? That'd be something else, wouldn't With it? CJ Abrams at short? That'd be wild. That'd yeah. be that'd be something else. Yeah, I I mean, it, no. I think the way we'll always look at him is just insane charge of energy for this team because what he does, what we saw him do on the base pass the other day, what he does here with the bat. I mean, I shit, Dave, I've watched this team since eighty one. I can't can't think of another more well rounded player that A came up through the organization, but B even came here in a trade. I mean, I look at Ricky. When Ricky got here, I think he was about forty seven years he was, old. He was. But he was so goddamn fun, right? Yeah. But and, and it wasn't the young Ricky that we remember with the A's or with the Yankees, but I just, I can't remember a guy that just did so many things with the glove, with the bat, on the bases. I mean, somebody in the athletic wrote the other day, he might be a 50-50 guy. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Right? Yep. So Maybe 50-50-50 with the errors. You fuck, Oh, I said it. You fuckface. you about that so <laughs> when, when you're talking about the tease yeah we heard you said you don't need to qualify it with the eyes how about four 50s 50 games missed 50 errors 50 home runs 50 stolen bases that'd be pretty pretty yeah. wild right? be pretty crazy yeah we'd be like shit this guy could have been 60 60 but uh oh man and, and listen the part that we don't see right what does he mean to bally sports oh yeah ratings what does he mean in that Padres store? Yeah. With the Tatis t-shirts, everything else going on, the jerseys, not only here locally. Dave, he's he's Machado should be right there with him, but Machado there has been this national reputation that he's an awful human being. Yeah. But 
Machado should be right there, but Tatis is just a guy nationally. Finally, you have that guy nationally that people want a Tatis jersey. I couldn't agree more. I was actually going to say the same thing. He's the kind of guy that even if you don't live in San Diego and you aren't a Padre fan, you buy his jersey. Yeah, and and really think about this too. You're you're a guy in in Denver, just random, yeah. right? Who the fuck in Denver is walking around in a Tatis jersey? Everybody's looking for that one thing that separates you from the crowd to kind of show, like, oh, I'm pretty yeah. edgy, right? Steve Woods, hate Lollapalooza, <laughs> I'm edgy. Well, if Steve Woods was still living in Dallas, he'd be that guy asking his poor dad, Gary, to shuffle down to Dick's. Can you get me a Tatis shirt, Dad? Yeah, I got a life to live, but I guess, sure, that's fine. <laughs> Come on, Dad, please. I've been really, really trying to get this Clapton song done. I can't, I can't go down there right now. Plus, I don't know the bus schedule. You got it. Love you, Dad. I'll be back. I love you, Dad. But, yeah, everybody wants it. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah, I think he's great. Man. Okay, here you go. You just threw something that, that I got. Now it's in my head. You think Woods has ever been on a city bus? Oh. No fucking way. Never. Not, never? Never has he ever Not taken a bus. a young kid, 16. Fuck no. Trying to get downtown. He's never taken a bus. Trying to go see uh, Hank Williams Jr. <laughs> at Reunion Arena. Uh, how'd he get around town? Dude, Gary or his friends. Probably, probably traded off Gary's beer for rides. Gary's a champagne guy. Fuck around. Lone Star. What's the matter with you? Wash your mouth up. You think he's a champagne guy? Maybe champagne of beers. Fucking Woods was rolling joints for fucking free rides. I'm a good yeah. roller. That's my skill. <laughs> fucking guy. Uh, yeah, but that's it. I love it, man. I love... Uh, it, two things happened perfectly, right? Yeah. They got rid of those shitty blue and white unis, and Tatis really hit his stride. Yes. Tatis is, is a superstar. I mean, he's yeah. he's that great athlete wearing your uniform. But and, think, uh, and it, it, right, complete excitement. And I'm sorry, Dave. I, I think the other thing is all you need is one, right? Because by having Tatis, then people tune in and you go, oh, shit, yeah, Manny Machado's here too. And then you see Cronenworth and, and others that could be on this team where you go, wow, that dude's pretty exciting. Uh, yeah, just takes that one guy. And all of a sudden, uh, people start cheering for your team. All right, so let me ask you about yesterday, about the collision. Uh-huh. Yeah. The the collision's never good in baseball. Nobody ever, I don't care how much you might hate a team, nobody wants to see Major League Baseball players collide. We saw one of the worst ones ever here oh. in, in, in San Diego. Mike about Cameron? Yeah, what was it, about 12 years ago? Yeah. And it was it was brutal. I mean, where you sit there and go, man, you know, you're thinking life and death in that he situation. He was still in Seattle, right? That was before Mike Cameron had come here. He was still playing in Seattle. Is that right? Or was it Cameron and Mike Dar? No, it wasn't Dar. Dar never played it? in Petco Park. Oh, shit. I got, got, got to look that up. People are screaming at us right now that we don't remember. Well, I don't like that. There's no need to get it. All right, sorry. Got other things in our mind. We, we don't take notes. That's yeah. why we do it. We just come in, we flip. But, yeah. All right. So, make your point about yesterday. Okay. So, my point is, here's the situation. Guys aren't trying to crash into each other. Kim's going back. Infielders are taught. You go after the ball 100% till you get called off. Uh-huh. The outfielder can see the infielder. The infielder can't see the outfielder. 
Fam was said he was calling uh, Kim off. Obviously, Kim didn't hear him. I mean, there's a crowd there. Whatever with the, whatever was going on, the Padres say they practice it all the time. We all know there might be a language barrier. They say they practice through that. It happened. It's called an accident. Okay. Yeah. Fam takes a you know Kim's head in the in the chin. Kim gets up, makes a great play. How about that? A lot of guys were just led that left um, laid there and let the guys run around the bases. But he got up, made a play, and then he went down, and then he needed to be helped off the field by two guys. But then Fam goes after Dickerson. I don't know what the fuck Dickerson said to him. Yeah. But Fam to go after the old man. It's like, wait a second, who does that? What What cracked me up about that whole situation is, and listen, we've been incredibly candid in our lack of uh, support for Tommy Fam. Yeah. And it's funny, right? Because Fam heats up a little bit, and you go, okay, cool, good for him, right? You know, the guy's competing. But holy shit, for four days, Dave, leading into yesterday, it was, we never gave up on Tommy Pham. We love you. Tommy, keep grinding. Give him that swag chain. Bang. Look at this fucking guy. This fucking dickhead. Get this asshole out of town. None of you know what happened. None of you know what was said that upset him. We have no idea. But all of a sudden, the whole Tommy Pham bandwagon yeah. blew a tire yesterday at Wrigley. I watched it. You saw it happen. But it was weird, right? Because there was just the, the time lapse. As you mentioned, Kim gets up, makes the throw. Machado heads up play to, do the, to make the double play. You get out of the inning, 1-1. And then something triggered him. But the Padres aren't going to tell you what happened. No. Because of COVID, nobody has access to the locker room where you can go and put a microphone and a camera in Tommy Pham's face. I have literally no idea what happened. And I thought Tingler was pretty funny when he said, hey, man, we're a passionate group. Things get heated. Not happy about losing four in a row right now. Tempers uh, are a little short. Dave, you've been around baseball forever. Yeah. And especially pro baseball forever. I don't think people have any idea <laughs> winning teams, losing teams, mediocre teams, how f many frayed nerves there are. You're talking about 25, 26 alphas with a coaching staff full of alphas that are together every minute pretty much of every day from February through. And sorry, it's not they're not the fucking monkeys running around, jumping up and down, playing guitar and having fun on the beach. Dude, I, I'm shocked we don't see more of it. But I, as far as fam and how everybody freaked out at him, I literally have no idea what set him off. Was he upset with Kim? Was something said to him on the way off the field? We have no idea. But, boy, people are ready to fucking pack him up and get him out of town I, quick. Well, we were ready to pack him up and get him out of town before that. Next when he could <laughs> hit, but I wasn't ready to pack him up because of yesterday. I have no idea what happened. For me, it was just another thing. When I'm watching it, I'm going, what are you doing going after Bobby Dickerson? Everybody loves Bobby Dickerson. Bobby wanted to fight. But I would have liked to have seen it. Bobby you know, said, fucking heads up, kid. <laughs> he said, hey, you're bleeding under your chin. Yeah. Fuck you, Bobby, not today. You went down pretty quick. <laughs> you went down pretty quick. <laughs> I, I just, it's that social media, man. It's the funniest thing. Tommy, you're leaking. Oh, that you're was leaking. it. Uh. Yeah, because, boy, for four days, 
We couldn't hear enough about, here you go. Never quit on you, baby. So proud of you. Bang. Get this. Who is he yelling at? The sack of shit out of here. Is he yelling at Skip Schumacher? (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Get out of here with that negativity. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Put Um, Profar out there every day. Here we go. What do we give a shit? Nobody fought. Guys are yelling at each other. We wanted to see it. What do you th- hold on real quick so I can let you know? It was 2005, August 11th. Okay. It was Mike Cameron and it was Carlos Beltran. It was the Mets against the Padres. Oh, damn. Oh, he was with the Mets. He was with the Mets. Ah. And as the article says, Mike Cameron was in one hospital and Carlos Beltran was in another hospital. Boy, that was awful. Yeah. It was, it was awful. 16 years ago going on. Yeah. Wow. So, so you look at Kim. I'm sure this happens where he played in Korea, too. I sure. mean, it happens everywhere. It happens on Little League fields. I wonder what he's thinking. I mean, he had to be helped on by two guys that once he got in there, like, why are you yelling at me? I fucking took a beating, too. We both crashed into each other. Well, I don't know that he was yelling oh, at Kim. Oh, you don't think so? Well, who, who else's fault was it? Uh, Tingler? Yeah. <laughs> Tingler wasn't the one that said, I you got it. You better not yell at Tingler. You better not raise your mouth. Tingler's a black belt. Just Save it. It's 5'2". He'll flip you like an omelet. You're done. He's 5'2". It looks he like... choke you right who's out. Who's that actor that's always like too tan? George Hamilton? Yeah, he looks like George Hamilton. He's a little bald George Hamilton. He would beat the shit out of you. Beat the shit out of you just for fun. I don't know. He's the same height as Mickey Rooney. Who did Tatis run into? Profar? Yeah, I think you're right. It wasn't Fam. No. But you had that one earlier in the year. I mean, that was the other thing that was pointed out, right? You have Kim out of position. He doesn't always play short. But I, I don't know. I mean, they made it seem like it was goddamn Rolling Stones concert in Wrigley yesterday. Didn't you have like 20,000? What's going on here? Hey, get y'all hearing aids? It's funny, the Mets just said the same play. Kim just hit a ball in the same area. They didn't crash into each other. No. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know. You know who was at that game in Wrigley yesterday? Who's that? Judson. I saw that. That was kind of cool. Yeah, I saw that. Good for him, bringing his son out there. That was very, very cool. Now, Dave, I, I, I just think any little thing can get blown out of proportion. There's family fights, man. Okay. Are you defending Tommy Pham because he's wearing a Padre uniform still? No, I'm not defending Tommy Pham. I'm defending the situation where things happen. Guys yell at each other. One of my favorite clips when I was a kid was watching. Now, listen, I'll give you a perfect one. As a kid, one of my first games that I remember watching uh, uh, baseball, Saturday afternoon baseball, I can remember, fuck, I don't even know how old I was, watching the Yankees at the Red Sox. And that's when Reggie goes out to right field. Fucking Billy Martin let him get all the way out to right field. Yeah. And then sent the guy out to replace him. Yeah. Didn't bench him. Just full-on asshole move. Let's Reggie go out there and then big times him. And Reggie comes back, and they almost went at it in the dugout. Oh, yeah. Now, that's one that I look at and I go, man, oh, man. Uh, that's bad. That's embarrassing to the team, the whole deal. But for me, if I'm fam right now, I'm going, dude, I have not been myself for what? 15 months? Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm hitting and I'm rolling and I'm kind of 
couple of multi-hit games. And if you feel like you were calling the infielder off and the infielder didn't listen and follow what you mentioned, Dave, team protocol. Yeah. And now, shit, I could have been knocked out, could have had a busted jaw, could be gone for a long time in my contract year. Uh, I'd probably be a little heated too. Yeah, you know, Fam was was thinking the same thing. Exactly what Jeff just said. That's what Fam has made clear that this is a contract year. He needs to fix it. He has the average up to two twenty with four home runs, and that's where that's where he's at. Unfortunately, he talks about the shit all the time. So my history with Fam is is this as a, as a guy from an outsider watching. I don't know Tommy Fam. Never talked to him in my life. Guy that watches every one of these games like we're doing right now. One, it's a distraction when you get stabbed at a strip club. I don't care if it's during the season or not. Guess what? No one, no one else on the team is getting stabbed during the offseason. Okay? It's a distraction. The team doesn't want that. They aren't okay with, hey, yeah. just because you aren't on the clock, you're getting stabbed at strip clubs. Two, he ta- he's talked about money numerous times. Okay? When he got tra- it, <clears throat> traded here, he wasn't a big fan of the trade. He thought the Rays had something good going. He wasn't wrong. They went to the World Series. Then he, he said, well, I'm, here I am in San Diego. And then they complained about... What was going on with the uh, pandemic last year? I got Bentleys to pay for. Oh. Okay, fine. Nobody's relating to you and your fucking Bentleys. <laughs> yeah. We all know baseball players make a shitload of money. Nobody wants to hear it. Okay. Then he comes out this year, and he's off to an extremely slow start, and it has been a disappointment to the point we said it looks like he's in the left field almost crying. Yeah. As you said, he had one good fucking 10 days. He had 10 good days. Okay, we look like a Major League Baseball player but wearing a Padre uniform. 10 days. I got that. But and also I'll tell you this when they had that that home run chain the swag chain that they have the first yeah. time they tried to put it on him he wouldn't let them put it on him he wouldn't really? wouldn't play the team game it's like this is a team thing put the fucking swag chain on second time he did put it on first time I was like get that thing off me don't put that shit over my neck so he's sitting there and go dude what kind of teammate are you and then he sits here and goes after old Bobby Dickerson. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. What is your loyalty to Bobby Dickerson? Dude, you just don't go after old guys. It's like when well, Pedro maybe don't slammed. Don't run your mouth. When Pedro Zimmer slammed. Ran his that's mouth. what I was going to say. When Pedro slammed Don Zimmer, nobody was saying, okay, he had it coming. It was I was. Fucking old man Zimmer. I was. Me and Big Poppy. Shut your mouth. That's what he said. How, how hard your, was that taking him to the ground? Shut your mouth, Fred Mertz. He mad dogged him. And then it's harder Zim, to bring a three-year-old to the ground than Don Zimmer at that point. Zim got bulldogged by a guy weighing 111 pounds. That's more about Zim and Joe Gargiola than it is. This guy's always talked about how tough the neighborhood they yeah. grew up in St. Yeah, Louis was. Uh, yeah, didn't show it. Didn't show it. Got run over by a kid, the body of a high school sophomore. That's a real tough street you grew up on, Zim. Get the fuck up off the ground. Get out of here. Oh, Joe, Joe Torrey couldn't even look him in his bulging eyes. Dude, if you're Zim, aren't you pissed at Joe for not having your back? Like, dude, where were you, Joe? Didn't you see me Joe's go, like, Just go bald up. head first into the grass? How yeah. can we, where were you, Joe? Joe's like, go up and put the uniform away. Right now. Put it away. For God damn it, I'll get George, uh, Gene Michael back down there. Is Stick still here somewhere? My God. Fuck are you doing, Zim? You want to hear something crazy? You just got run over by a guy who benches less than Adam Rich. <laughs> you want to hear something crazy that's been stapled into my mind for at least 20 years that I'm going to sure. put in your mind now? Yeah. I've seen Don Zimmer naked. I bet you have. I liked it. I 100% did not like it. Was that when you are that golf club attendant? When you got your dream job? Fucking weirdo. 
Dude, when he was with the Rockies, I remember walking in there trying to look for like Larry Walker, Dante Bichette. And like, fucking, there's naked uh, Don Zimmer. Fuck me. Right? <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm like, put your clothes on, flat ass. The Jesus. Other, the only thing that would have been better is if Ed Asner was there. Dude, the- it was like seeing Ed Asner. It's one and the same. Now, everybody listening to this fucking show, I've have all imagined Don Zimmer naked in your head. But you're the only guy lucky enough to have lived it. That's true. Aren't you queen for a day? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you the homecoming king? Boy, look at you. Just sometimes luck falls upon us, huh? Aren't you the luckiest kid in town? God damn it. That's great. No wonder it's going to be so- the title of my book. I've seen Don Zimmer naked. <laughs> Who's going to write the foreword to your book? <laughs> Pedro Martinez. <laughs> It'll be great. I remember the day I beat the shit out of his head. It was awesome. Enjoy the book. On national TV. Yeah. Love it. Oh, Absolutely my gosh. Absolutely love it. Oh, my gosh. Jesus, dude. What a disaster. Uh, I'm sorry uh, to do that to you. Okay. <laughs> uh, I had something. Yeah. Uh, are you watching Stanley Cup at all? NBA? No, uh, NBA. Right now, I have it off. Obviously, we're watching this because my Lakers are about to play their last game of the season right now. Um, no, I, 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 I incredible. Well, I, I tell you what, I'm a, you aren't going to like what I'm going to say about the NHL. Let me hear it. Okay, number one, none of the teams that I follow are in it. There are three teams that I pay attention to. Two of them I actually root for. All I, right. I root for the Kings. I root for the Preds. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Well, the two, my, the two teams I root for are out. The third team I really pay attention to also is the Ducks. They're oh, the yeah. closest ones to us. Obviously, they had a terrible season, too. That's fine. But I said to you a couple of weeks ago about the NHL, about making a comeback to being one of the top four major sports, and I said you need star power. And almost uh-huh. every guy you mentioned is still there is fucking out. Yeah, isn't it weird? And I'm like, this isn't good for the sport right now. And I understand you're a diehard, and it's part of your, your job. And even if it wasn't part of your job, you'd still be watching. Yeah. You've always been a hockey guy. Right now, it, it's, it's frustrating because for guys like me that I should be watching as a sports fan, yeah. that I'm just not. I'm just not, not watching. No, but we get that. We've seen that in baseball. Yeah, I understand. That. But there are people that won't. Yeah. Like, I'm, not, I'm, I'm an NBA guy. When the Lakers get eliminated tonight, I won't be watching the NBA anymore. Yeah. What about... Uh, Funny, I got to think about who's still in. Uh, what if the Clippers keep going? The Clippers are different. I'd watch because of Kawhi, San Diego State. I'd yeah. watch. I'm not a Clipper fan. Uh, there was a time where I liked the Clippers. I'd root for them. I, I covered them for a long time. Yeah. But once uh, the Clippers acted like uh, they were you know, filled with trophy cases and stuff with yeah. uh, Paul George and Kawhi, they kind of got too big for their britches without having to done anything. And it, it turned me off. It, it is, it's a challenge, right, for the NHL. But the, the thing about, and I don't know the answer to this. Obviously, you always want the USA. Yeah. You want the U.S. TV numbers because that's where the money is. We get that. But NHL, probably more than any sport, has become so global yeah. and so huge that it's really, really great. Now, the one challenge that the NHL has had this year is you had to have all the Canadian teams had a, their own separate division this year because of travel restrictions. So the hope is that in October, you can go back to having the normal 
uh, routine and, and teams in the East, like the Maple Leafs, could maybe match up with the Rangers or the Bruins, right? But it didn't happen this year. So it made for a really fun series between Montreal and Toronto early on. But that's one where you go, well, God, ideally that would be our Eastern Conference Finals or at least semifinals, not an opening round matchup. And now you have Montreal playing Winnipeg. Yeah. And that's a tough sell. You have Boston playing the Islanders, and we've talked about that's a really fun series. An established team like the Bruins, right, that have Pasternak and Brad Marchand against the Islanders with Barry Trotz, who I talked about, Dave, coaching in Nashville, wins a cup with Washington, has Barzal and a couple of young studs. Yeah. But again, you, you kind of got to be... You got to be down to the second layer of the the second layer of the onion to kind of know some of these names. Carolina's in it. Tampa's in it. I don't know how many people are really that invested, even though Tampa it's is defending champs and really good, really well coached, well played. But uh, it's probably a bit of a challenge right now for the NHL. The other thing is, yesterday you had the draft lottery. Yeah. Number one pick is going to go to Buffalo. What's exciting is the number two pick is going to Seattle. Coming up on July 23rd, you're yeah. going to have an expansion draft. The Seattle Kraken coming in should be the Kraken in tribute to the great bar in Cardiff, but whatever. Um, but you talked about the Ducks. Yeah. The Ducks will have the number three pick. It's not the most loaded draft, kind of similar to what we saw with the NBA draft last year, right? Yep. Where we've had star power the last couple of years. When you had Jack Hughes and Capococco, and then last year you had an insane draft with Alexi Lafreniere, Quentin Byfield, Tim Stutzel in Ottawa. Like, those are five pretty good players that came out. But this year, kind of more defense than offense, but some good solid players. But Seattle's coming in, and then next year, Dave, I think life will be a lot different for you because games are going, like I said, to TNT. Games are going to ESPN. I mean, if you wanted to watch Montreal and Toronto, Game 7 on Monday, I, I'm going to give you just hypothetically, and you may already know the answer, but just for fun, Dave, tell me three channels where you think that game would have been. Right now you go, you know what? Jeff hyped me up on Montreal and Toronto. Uh, game 7, fans in Bank Arena, yeah, I want to watch this. Give me three channels, Dave. What do you think? I that can't game even give you three. I'd give you first one. I'd just go to the NHL channel to see what. Nope. Do I have a chance? To, no, what really was not on NHL Network. Holy shit! Was I don't not know. on NBC. Yeah, was not on NBC Sports Network. That's would have been my second guess. If you wanted to watch that game, you had to tune to CNBC. Really? That doesn't get it done. No. Like it just you can't expect the hardcores will find it. Yeah, the casual fan will not go no. expecting an NHL Game 7 yeah. to be on CNBC. So next year, games will be on ESPN. They'll be on TNT. I think some games will be on TBS. So we've learned to look for those from not only the NBA, but we've seen it with Major League Baseball has been on TBS, right? Both of those, TNT, TBS, and the ESPNs, you're used to going to those channels for sports. So... I think next year, Dave, um, it'll be a little different than it's been this year. NBC, when they had Mike Emmerich, Eddie Olchek, wonderful coverage. Exactly. Uh, and it'll be the same for Stanley Cup, even though Mike Emmerich's walked away. But, yeah, I think next year, the excitement of the new team coming in in Seattle, 
Young players that are very fun to watch coming up now in Anaheim. The Ducks are going to be very good. A lot of kids that have been playing for the Gulls are going up. Kings, we mentioned, are loaded. Ducks have the number three pick. Kings have the number eight pick, so they get to reload. Both teams have a lot of money under the cap. So, yeah, I, I say just kind of casually pay attention, but then be ready to go in October because things should heat up. All right, I got, I got, a, I got a broadcaster question for you. Sure. Okay. Bob Brindley, you saw the story? Well, fucking asshole. Okay. <laughs> well, we saw what happened last year with one, one of our friends, of course, with the Reds, where he's he's out of baseball for right now and maybe won't ever get another and broadcast. A Tom's it, become a punchline. Yeah, line. Tom Brindleman has become a punchline. Yeah. Because in his apology, the guy hits a fucking home. <laughs> Dude, I swear, I've known Tom a long time. Well, it could have been funnier. That part was God, hilarious. They did it to Brindley yesterday. It's Castellanos hits the home run, right? These fucking guys on Twitter, oh my God, Dave, I laugh every time. I'm the worst friend in the world. <laughs> so they show Bob Brenly's apology. We'll let you tell the story. Okay, well, the, the, the line that he said was, it was Marcus Stroman who was pitching, and yeah. he was pitching with the do-rag on, and yeah. he obviously, Brenly didn't like it, and his line was, I believe Tom Seaver used to pitch with the same do-rag. Right, but, but Bob has had a history. Yes, he went did it with Manny Machado. Machado, Tatis? Yep. Uh... Amaris Ramirez comes out yep. today. Uh, Aramis Ramirez. What the fuck? It was Aramis Ramirez. And, uh, and called him out. Yeah. And said he called me out as a member of the Cubs. Look, man, bad guys are bad guys. Yeah. And and He's been a bad guy for a while. Damn it, that's the first hit of the game for the Mets. Yeah. I thought we had guy. a no-hitter. I try not to jinx it. Did you notice there was a yeah. no-hitter? Okay. Uh, bad guys are bad guys. Yeah. And to me, Bob Brenly's an old get-off-my-lawn. Bob should have been fired. He should have been fired for that. No, it's he funny. Should. My son said that to me today. Why haven't yeah. they fired this guy? And I go, well, he won a World Series. And uh, that's probably why they haven't fired him in, in Arizona. Well, they fired Mark Grace. They fired Darren Sutton. They yep. fired guys for different things. I think it sends a horrible message to your team that you're going to allow this guy to sit up there and do it. Yeah. And, and Steve Berthiome is another loudmouth fucking dipshit. Is he really? He's a dipshit, too. Only He fucking maxed out when he married... Um, guy or a girl. I can't uh, remember her Sydney, name. Ah, uh, uh, from ESPN. Oh, uh, so great. But, yeah, but Berthium sucks too. Does he really suck? That's yeah. disappointing. He's a, he didn't. Now, listen, in fairness to Berthium, he didn't take the bait yesterday, but he's another guy that's run his mouth and said shit over the years that he doesn't need to say. Uh, doesn't mean. Was it Cindy Brunson? Yes. Okay. Exactly. But, but Brunley should be fired. This idea that he's going to go to sensitivity for training. a week. For a week. Yeah, now he's taking a week off. No. One week. Yeah. No, that was bullshit, what he said yesterday. And it's just the latest in what he does. And he does it with this chip on his shoulder. Yeah. He's, he's talked shit about San Diego, right? Yeah. No. And it's been too many guys. That's too many, too many opportunities. He should be shown the door. He should be. It's gone on way too long. And listen, uh, I... Known Tom 25 years. Tom, you can't, you just don't come back from that. You, what Tom said last year, live mic, unfortunately, that's that's the end of the game. Apologies don't work, and there's a pitch to cast you. <laughs> and that's the thing. These guys on Twitter <laughs> take the apology and then mention the fact that it's an 0-2 pitch to Castellanos, and that's going to be a home run. Yeah. And I goddamn laugh every time. Because it's good writing. It is so fucking funny the way they do it. It's um, 
so here's the deal, man. Again, why have they let it go this far with Bob Brindley over and over again? As you mentioned, all these guys that have come out, we know the the temperature in the room when it comes to what's going on in the United States over the last year. Absolutely. It, it's just, it's ridiculous. It, it's ridiculous. And you look at Marcus Stroman. Look, he don't know shit about Marcus Stroman. You know, that right. what, what the deal is, here's a guy that went to Duke. I mean, he's a very smart, educated guy. He's never been a thug. He's never yeah. that guy that's run with the wrong crowd. He's, there are a bunch of guys in sports that have run with the wrong crowd. He's not one of them. Yeah. And to sit there and, and slander him like that, I'd be extremely pissed off too. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you just get sick of these dudes running their mouth and, and doing it over and over again. You mentioned it. I talked to Jim Trotter tonight. Yeah. Jim had a situation uh, that he talked about. Uh, if you saw it on social media, uh, Jim just had a situation at a local golf club. Um, and, and I thought Jim was really cool writing about it and just, you can go see it. I won't rehash it. Um, but just talking to him tonight, checking in and see how he's doing, right? Yeah. And, and that situation, whatever you make of it, Jim owned it. Talked about it. Move forward. He goes, eh, Jim's not like that. Nothing wrong with Jim. In a moment yesterday, right? Yeah. All right, cool. Same guy. Same guy, family to us. Always will be. Nobody looks any different. But Bob Brenly, there's just too much history yep. of snide, snarky, underhanded comments like that. That, sorry, you've done it too many times with racial overtones to make me think that you're an innocent victim. I couldn't agree more. You're a big fucking asshole. <laughs> and you know why I don't like him even more? Because uh, he's the guy who caught Mud's first game. Oh, shit. So that was Mud's hero. Oh, Bob Brinley, so great. Bob caught my first game. Yeah? Did you know he was full of hate back then, Mud? <laughs> Do you know it? Do you know he fucking uh, has embarrassed the the legacy of Jeffrey Leonard with his comments? <laughs> Jeffrey Leonard. <laughs> Sean Dunstan and others? No. You don't. Because you've got fucking blinders on. You let these assholes get away with it. Not me and Oh, he gets fired. Fuck that guy. I agree with you. I'm with you 100 percent on this one. They can run his fucking idiot little stooge friend Berthium out too. <laughs> Fuck that. I, if I'm Berthium tonight, I'm like, oh oh. Again, Steve didn't do anything yesterday uh, to take the bait, but but you go back and if they go back and look at the history of comments that Bradley's made, different things, Berthium's right there with him. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Stooge and stooge, too. <laughs> hey, want to mention Brian Curry. Brian Curry is the guy that you need to talk to right now in this real estate market. I'm sure, Jeff, you run through the same conversations I run through. People talk about it all the time, about the value of their homes and what to do right now. Uh, they talk about, I know what's going to happen in a few years. The value of my home is going to drop, and I'm never going to have this opportunity again. And then they go back to thinking the same thing. Well, where am I going to move to if I do so? What yeah. happens? You need to call Brian Curry right now. Things have never been crazier. And if you happen to own a home right now, it's really to your benefit. Brian's the guy to sell your home if you're looking to make that move. And at the same time, he can put you in the neighborhood where you can say, man, I completely improved my life. Don't waste your time. Call Brian Curry, 619-251-1588. 
619-251-1588. So, so many people in my office have worked remotely for the last 14 months, if not longer. We slowly start our transition back in the next couple of weeks. We're back in the office two days a week, then four days a week, and, and eventually. But again, starting in a couple of weeks, everybody's in at least two days a week which means people that live in Northern California. We got one guy found out today, guy lives in Maine. Really? And they all have to be out here. And you go, oh, game's changed a lot. So where are you going to go if you want to buy? Because why would you pay that much money in rent um, and pay somebody else's mortgage when you can be paying that money and pay your own mortgage? I think the guy you need to talk to, Dave thinks the guy you need to talk to, is Brian Curry to help you find the place where you want to live at a number that you can afford. Boy, it is challenging right now, and that is not a fight that you want to fight by yourself. You need to have one of your best, and that's why we're so proud to be part of Brian's team. Absolutely. When you get that brand-new house, don't forget about Tailored May Pools. Alan Taylor is the guy who's been extremely busy. The pandemic has been one of those. We told you what was going to happen, and it exactly did happen the way we said it would. People would be looking to figure out a way to entertain, entertain themselves at home, make their backyard a staycation. Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools, more than 25 years in the business, 619-449-4452. Get on his calendar, 619-449-4452. You are starting to feel it, man. You are feeling it in the morning. If you go out to your car, you're feeling it in the afternoon. If maybe you go out to lunch. Yeah, you are. Boy, oh boy. I mean, I know it's June, but it feels like I, th- I think we're 20 days away from the official start of summer. It feels like summer is here right now. So, yeah, if you're looking at that backyard going, man, what are we going to do back here? Why wouldn't you put in a tailor-made pool? Especially because, I don't know if you saw it tonight, Dave, but they have extended the mask wearing Right? No, we I thought didn't see that, that. Yeah, mask in workplaces. Son of a bitch. Extended through January. Why does that, what does that have to do with tailor-made pools? It means that life is not going to go back to normal as quickly as we all thought. And more and more people are just going to be staying home. They've gotten used to the way life has been, and they liked it. And if you're one of those, and you go, yeah, the one thing that we're missing is that very nice pool in our backyard Boy, call the guys at TaylorMade Pools. They can come out. Dave mentioned, show you that 3D technology. See for yourself and get that pool built. It'll be the best decision you made. Absolutely. Dan Williams is the one you need to talk to when it comes to finances and figure all this out, whether it's getting that new home and sitting there figuring out how to get that pool. Dan Williams can walk you through the process. Smartest call you can make right now when it comes to your finances is figuring out what's going on. Don't forget about Dan Williams, Borrow Smart, Two Minute Tuesday. We gives you free advice every Tuesday on YouTube. You can check it out. Again, Dan Smart, Dan Williams, Borrow Smart, Two Minute Tuesday, 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. Dan Williams has a new customer today. Not surprised. Yeah, guess who it is? It's me. Oh, good. How about this? He's, I've already been a customer. Where you been? Uh, well, I get a call today, and I call from my ex, and she said, hey, um, I want to refinance the condo right now because the rates are incredibly low. I go, oh, cool. And she goes, okay, but your name's still on the title. I go, well, whatever we got to do. I'm like, yeah, because she said, here's my hope. She goes, I want to refi it and get the payments down low, take that extra money, start tucking it aside. And she goes, what I'm looking to do, because the kids are now 13, they're getting bigger. She goes, I want to buy a little bigger place 
couple of blocks down. I go, very cool. And she goes, yeah. But she goes, my thinking is, I, I know you don't want to get rid of the condo. I don't want to get rid of the condo. So why don't you come back? And we'll, we'll refinance this thing. It takes you out of having to go buy a new house somewhere here when the prices are crazy. Let's refinance it, take it down. I'll go buy a bigger place with the boys and we'll be two minutes away and you come come back. I go, fuck, I love it. And then we just start laughing. I'm like, thank God we have a relationship like that where we get along and we can do the right things for our family. But yeah, that's what we're doing. So tonight, uh, statements sent over to Dan. Everything's moving towards a refi and we're incredibly excited. So that's the right thing for my family and ultimately could be go full circle, right? Go back to the condo where it all started uh, with those guys two minutes away. And then, you know, Lisa Ann's got a place to save. She comes out, right? She doesn't have to deal with hotels and stalkers. Missy Martinez, Kay Parker. Uh, I don't think I have big enough area in the backyard, but we do have a community pool. We get a little bit of sun there in the afternoon. We got a grill. Fine. I can hear him yelling Marco Polo. It'll be great. Our Victoria Principal, room for everybody. It'll be great. It'll be great. So, Dan, thank you. There you go. We're yeah. making my little, uh, we're very, very happy. And let me guess, I, I, and I would say this about Dan all the time. Your conversation with Dan took less than five minutes. I didn't even have to talk to him because yeah. I was working. It's always super but, fast. But the funny thing is, is I really haven't been responsible for the mortgage for a couple of years, but all the statements still come to me. So she called. She's like, hey, do you have a statement? I go, yeah, fuck, they email them to me all the time. So, yeah, that was all I had to do. But I thank Dan. I can't think of anybody better as we're kind of setting up for right now what's important to us for the near future and then in the long term as well because neither one of us want to sell it. We hope that somewhere along the line we can pass it down to our kids, and Dan's going to help us do that. All right, Kyle Fluger's your guy to help you with that brand-new website. Again, he's been great with us as far as doing the DaveAndJeffShow.com, JakesProjects.org. Does a great job, even though he's mocking everyone who's a Padre fan. I had to block cause... his mother today on Twitter. Because <laughs> he's way out of line that his Cubs <laughs> keep winning. It's easy to find this house. It's the one with the big W flying right in front yeah. of it. That son of a bitch. 619 eggs on the garage. 619-500. Hold on, you're blowing the most important part for oh, me. Oh, sorry. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. I don't know why he puts up with our bullshit. He is the he nicest to. guy. Oh, I guess he, no, he does it. Everybody has to. There's no law that says he has to do it. Uh, the guy's the absolute best at what he does. We couldn't be more thrilled with our page. But yeah, he's been chirping, right? As our friend Boat says, he's been wearing the horns. He's wearing the horns is right. Yeah. But then goddamn Mrs. Fluger chimes in today. Well, I sure raised him right. Go Cubbies. I said, how do I block that? <laughs> Reported. <laughs> we don't need this kind of harassment before 8 a.m. on Twitter. So funny. Loved it. Yeah, Mrs. Fluger. They're just all ganging up on us. Damn. I didn't like it, but I do love his work on the website, and you will too. <laughs> That's unbelievable. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? I split it up into two days. Okay. June 3rd and June 4th. Today's June 3rd. Tomorrow's June 4th. Most people hear the show then. Here we go. Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper. 51. 54. Uh, $30 million. One hundred and twelve, and that's holy shit. That's uh, I'm, I don't know how much that is his mother's money. Yeah, his mom was Gloria Vanderbilt. Yep. 
Seems like a pretty cool dude. He seems like a good guy. Yeah, he's great on Stern. Always funny. Yep, okay. Jill Biden. Not Joe, Jill. Jill, got it. Um, I think Jill is 74. 70. 70. My apologies to the first lady. <laughs> 80 million. $9 million. Nine? Nine. It's okay. There you go. June 4th, Angelina Jolie. Uh, I like that new movie. It was pretty good. The I didn't one see on, it. on HBO Max, Those Who Want Me Dead, pretty good. Uh, 54. Should be my title. Yeah. <laughs> How uh, old did you say? I said 54. Oh, she's 46. Ah, shit. What the fuck's wrong with you? Sorry. I was going to say she looks great for her age. She still does. Um, $120 million. 160. Okay. Okay, last one, Russell Brand. Uh, before I get to Russell Brand, Angelina Jolie seems like she's okay. Dude, I'm telling you, I, she, as I rip all these women all the time that I think are bad in the sack, like Brooke Shields and Jennifer Aniston, Angelina yeah. Jolie, I'm saying it's good in the sack. Yeah. There are women who say that they will not let their husbands work with her in a movie because they're afraid of her. She's an alley cat. That's what they think. Nothing but wrong with that. She can steal them. Uh, Russell Brand... Dave, how quickly on a road trip from here to Yuma in a bus oh my would God. you have the bus pulled over so you could beat the shit I out of Russell we, Brand? We wouldn't make it to Golden Acorn Casino. No. Fucking guy just beat. I he, like him, dude, but he would wear me out. I wish that lady from Walmart knocked Russell Brand out like she knocked that guy out who pushed her with the cart. That's the only thing that would have made that video any better. Uh, Russell Brand's 43. Hold on. Wait, wait. You talking the Walmart one today? Yeah. That wasn't a woman. That was a guy. The guy gets knocked out, but it's a woman who throws the punch. No, that's a guy. He just has his hair in a man bun. That's a guy. Oh, everybody said it was a woman. No, that, <laughs> that's a dude. That's a dude. Damn. Well, either way. Have you ever seen a knockout like that? You've seen a shitload of knockouts. I've seen a lot of knockouts. The, it was We saw one in the UFC about two weeks ago where it was the delayed, where the guy just stood there for a second and then fell straight back. But that guy today in that Walmart video making the rounds is jamming the employee with the cart and yeah. then starts walking out. I think he spits on him. Oh, that's brutal, man. All of that. I, I Like some of those videos you watch and you go, boy, those are pretty bad, pretty rough. Yeah. I, I was so That guy was just an asshole. Yeah, I was excited for it. Yeah, I was glad to see him. And, and I like the fact that he wakes up today and he's going to realize he's all over social media. Yeah. <laughs> you know there's a lawsuit coming big time. Good. Sue Walmart? Yeah. It's good. Sue the employee, sue Walmart, the whole deal. Boy, if I'm Walmart, I get an attorney and say, that's self-defense. Yeah. Guy's trying to run me over and, and inflict bodily harm. Um, uh, Russell Brand, I say 43. Russell Brand is 46. I'll say 18 million. Close. $20 million. Mm. $20 million. All right, here we go. Okay. Random questions for you. These are very random when do you drive? Where do you hold your hands on the steering wheel? Very funny. I was thinking about it because I have a new car yeah. that yells at me all the time that I need to have both hands on the steering wheel. Are you wheel. serious? you got to disable funny. that shit. It's funny. I like it. There's a bunch of different safety protocols in this car that I told you are very nice. I am um, I'm usually... So a lot of it, and especially with this car, man, this car handles so well, you can really get away. With, I'm, I'm 6 o'clock, so my right hand is always at 6 o'clock. 
And then my left hand is just casually kind of up at about 11. Where are you? I, I'm at 6 o'clock. I'm just one hand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it. It's not, it doesn't have to be like this crazy firm grip. I, I've never even in uh, driver's training, right, when they had 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock, yeah. I was always more like 3 and 9. Or I think or, they teach you to go now 3 and 9. Do I they? think that's what the book is now. It used to always be 10 and 2 when we were kids. But I like uh, I like 6 and 11. If you saw some asshole driving at 10 and 2, wouldn't you just look at them like, what the fuck's you wrong with you? You see these guys that, A, their seats are jammed way too close to the steering wheel. Their chin's over the wheel. And you're like, Ta-ta, hey, back up. You're bugging me. Then they usually got a mask on, and they're 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock. You're like, fuck, nothing like a relaxing drive in San Diego. These guys look so miserable. I saw, I saw this thing on... Like on my phone, it came up as an ad. Like it looks like your back window is normal. Yeah. But the minute somebody gets like too close, it uh, it lights up and says "fuck you." Oh wow! <laughs> Clearance day with the big wow. "fuck you." I like that. Yeah, I'll get that for you for your birthday. Ah, right, thank you. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. But yeah, I'm. Uh, right hand is six o'clock. Left hand is kind of between. Probably probably 10, but that's just kind of, the left hand is just kind of there for reassurance. That's, that's it. Because otherwise, I don't know what to do with it. Like, <laughs> I can't put my arm out the window, right? So you just sit there. So I'm like, just fuck it. Just keep it right there. Just start driving with your arm out the window. Do yeah. you drive with the windows down? Or you're an AC no, guy? You're no, an AC guy, right? AC guy, completely. That is funny. All right. What's your favorite fruit? Oh. Oh, I like that. Uh, I've been eating a ton of strawberries recently. I love strawberries. Strawberries are great. But Dave, I'm telling you, and you remember this, you and I did a couple of shows from Hawaii. Yeah. And we were there. I don't know where Donatio put us up, right? They put us up somewhere. But you and I, it was like 3 o'clock in the morning. We're doing shows, Hawaii time, back here for 1090. And there were these dudes that were big. They looked like The Rock. We're putting out this breakfast buffet by the pool. And if you remember, like, they were like, hey, we'll make you omelets or all that. I'm like, oh, yeah. dude, I can't have an omelet when I'm doing the show. But this guy said, hey, we got fresh cut pineapple. I was yeah. like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, because the Dole plant was, like, right by us. Dude, I've never done cocaine. I can't imagine. It's, <laughs> I can't imagine it's better than that fucking pineapple we had right there. That was That was crazy, right? Yeah. That was goddamn crazy. I would say the all-time greatest fruit, that was the fruit. That is funny. Now I'm a summer, fr- summer fruit guy also. I'm with you. I'm the strawberries, yep. cherries, pineapples, cantaloupes, and all but that shit. Love it Remember all. our friend Ball Girl Leah? Yeah. Her family has a grape farm up in Bakersfield. That's right. And she used to come down and bring these crates of grapes. Yeah. And Dave, you would throw those things, and you go, well, you can just get those at Vons. Hey, shut up. Okay? Shut up. I'm sure the ones you get there are fine. But the ones that she brought, yeah. they were unbelievable. Yeah, they were. Seedless. So good. They were good. All right, here we go. What's, um, do you judge somebody yes. by their first or last name? Oh, yes, unfortunately. We all do, I think, right? Not by. Do, do you kind of go winner or loser? Yeah, not by last name. Okay, I'll give an example. Mm-hmm. Sean Doolittle. 
pitcher for in baseball. I yeah, think he's on the Reds. Struggle. Now. Yeah, Joe Panic. Like, do you want Joe Panic batting for your team in the ninth inning? No, Dick Trickle. I don't yeah. want him driving. <laughs> right. You don't want that Dick Pole. You don't want any of that shit. No, I don't need him. Yeah. Don't you just go loser? Right. Uh, I, I think we all do. Yeah, I hope I'm not that bad. But yeah, there are. <laughs> there are definitely people that you meet. Anybody Thad? You got anybody named Thad where you're like, fuck, that's a guy's guy right there. Do you know anyone named Guy? I know a few guys named Guy. Yeah. Um, that's always a weird one to me. But uh, your big thing was Gene. Yeah, I hate the a, name Gene. Yeah. I hate the name Gene. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Gene, the man gets on me. But that, but that's the parents. You can't, yeah, I know. But they've elected to go by it. They okay, Barry. It. Like, I know Barry's. Like, yeah. I know one, and he's great. I got one, a buddy by the candidate. He's great. They had a thing on uh, Jimmy Kimmel last night was in 1967, there were like 35,000 girls named Karen. Okay. Last year, there were only 326 people named Karen. See, that's funny. So my, So I have one son that's Jack, which is short for Jackson. Yeah. So that's fine. And then my other son is Cade. Yeah. It's not Caden, just C-A-D-E. But the thing for him that I told him is, um, and unfortunately I sat in front of his brother, is I go, if I hear the name Cade, you're the first person I think of. I said, and I looked at his brother. I'm like, well, if I hear Jack, it's probably Nicholson. If I hear hear Jackson, it's probably Jackson Brown. But eventually I get to you too. He's like, great, thanks. Yeah, but I'm like, if I hear the name Cade, I think of you. Like, you're the only one. Yeah. But now, it's kind of fun because Cade Cunningham could be the number one pick in the NBA draft. There's a kid coming into the NFL named Cade Johnson. There's uh, a soccer player for San Jose who's 17 whose name's Cade. Like, there's a bunch of different guys. And so, for him, that's kind of exciting, right? Yeah, Um, I agree. How about Jalen Rose, swears his mother invented the name Jalen? That it never existed before. You can't find the name Jalen anywhere until his name was Jalen. That's pretty cool. Yeah. that's And I like that name. I think Jalen's a cool name. Uh, good for him. There you go. All right. As a kid, what was your favorite cereal? I've never been a cereal guy. Never, huh? No. Not yeah. even for the, the prize in the box when you were a kid? Uh, no. I mean, I guess if I had to go one, I you know what's funny, Dave? Even as a kid, I probably, if I had to go one, I was more a cornflakes guy more than frosted flakes. Really? Yeah. That's disturbing. Is it? Yeah. What dude, do, kids I didn't love say sugar. grape nuts. The grape nuts are terrible. Yeah. I didn't say Whoa. puffed rice. <laughs> Fucker. Don't tell Kick, me it's disturbing. Kicks. It is disturbing. Kicks is weird. What kid would get fucking, um, what did you say first? Corn, corn flakes. flakes over frosted flakes. Why would you turn down the sugar? I don't know. But I had buddies of mine. Fuck, they would eat that. Cocoa Puffs and all that shit all day long. Fruity Pebbles. Lucky Charms is great. Lucky, yeah, there's, yeah. yeah. I've never been a cereal guy. Have you ever tried Cinnamon Toast Crunch? I could eat the whole nope. fucking box. <laughs> no, because, and the other thing is too, and like if my kids have a bowl of cereal, I make them eat it in the other room. Do you? Because anybody eating cereal, it's just that constant smacking noise that is like fingernails down a chalkboard. Really? And it's the bang, bang, bang of the spoon in the bowl. Yeah, that shit makes me crazy. I had a college roommate wouldn't eat cereal with milk, only ate it dry. And that's that's Uh, not disturbing? No, that's disturbing. That's like psychopath shit. Yeah. That's serial killer stuff. 
Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last question. We'll get out of here. The USFL is coming back next spring. Do you think it will work? No. It won't. No, I do have interest. The XFL, because it's The Rock and his wife, and they're kind of behind it. Yeah. The XFL of any of those, I mean, there's some spring football that's on Fox right now. But, no, the USFL is going to be what we saw. Who are these guys that fucking played at Petco, right? The Legion? No. Yeah. Uh, it was no. the – fuck, I don't remember. I thought it started with an A. I don't remember. Alliant? Alliant? I don't know what the fuck they were. Exactly. Okay. Already out of sight, out of yeah. mind. Uh, I felt bad for our pal Burt Grossman for the Strike Force. Is that over? They're done. Oh, shit. Um. But the only one I think, Dave, that I look at and go, yeah, maybe those guys have a chance would be the XFL because I think anytime The Rock's involved and he can cross-promote it, maybe. But it's interesting for one game. Who's going to still be watching in week four, right? Yeah. I mean, who? Uh, Billy Volick? <laughs> Billy Volick's name hasn't been mentioned in 10 years. Right. Who's the guy, Touchdown Jesus, the kid that... Uh, Charlie Whitehurst, is he going to be playing? Like, fuck, who are you going to have on those teams? You got to, it goes back to what you just said about the NHL. Yeah. There has power. to be, yeah. In the NFL, no matter who's playing because of fantasy football yeah. and how great fantasy football has become, you're invested in most games. And if you're not, then you're watching Red Zone to see how your team's doing. But with the XFL or the USFL, if you don't have some kind of star power, uh, then no, I don't think you're going to have anything. All right. So how well do you remember the original USFL? Pretty good. Okay. If I say the team or the city, can you tell me the team name? Uh, maybe. Okay. Do you remember what New Jersey's team was? New Generals. You're right. Philadelphia. Uh, Freedom? No, it was the Stars. Stars. I always thought an LA team would eventually take that. Yeah. Um, Tampa Bay, Steve Spurrier. Was yeah, the guy. Tampa Bay. Gary Anderson was down there, yeah. former Charger running back. Tampa Bay. Oh fuck! It was the LA Express? Yep. Tampa Bandits. Bandits. You're good. All right, a couple more for you. Oakland. Uh, Oakland Avengers. It sounds like the Raiders, but it's not Raiders. Raiders. Uh, I don't know who was Oakland. Invaders. Invaders. Yes. That's right. Okay, I said Avengers. Let me Invaders. give three more three more to okay. you. Okay. Houston, because Jim Kelly was there. Uh, uh, gamblers. You're right. Memphis. Reggie White was there. Yeah, Memphis. Uh, Memphis. Oh, shit. That one I can't remember. Showboats. I would not have gotten that. Okay, last one. Chicago. Blitz. You're right. Yeah, Blitz. Jeff Perlman, who we've talked about having a couple of different times, wrote a book about the USFL. I think it's called Football for a Buck. I've never read it, but I want to. And people said the stories because, right, Trump was involved and all those guys that yeah. you mentioned. Steve Young was there. Steve Young and Doug Flutie, uh, all those different players, what happened and how it all fell apart. Apparently, Football for a Buck is a great book. Yep. All right, so we're going to be back on uh, Monday. We'll see you back here hey, Monday. Hey, by then. the way, we won a league championship. Oh, hey, shit. Uh, congratulations. Thanks. I meant to bring that oh, up, no but problem. I'm sorry to mention that. No, no, I Point wanted to make out. sure. So what happens people have been next great. with you guys? We find out on Saturday who we play in the CIF playoffs. We find out 3 o'clock Saturday who we face. So we don't know if we're in the open division or division one or how it works. Either way, we're a D1 team, and they'll put us wherever they think we belong. But 
overall, man, we've made huge strides in a couple of years. That I remember what the Barons were. Congratulations Thanks. to you, Josh, to the coaching staff, and most importantly, Dave, all, all kidding aside, congratulations to those kids that bought into the program. They did. Came out, committed, as you mentioned, playing an Eastlake team. Did you tell me how many kids from Eastlake got D1 scholarships? They have like 11 on their and team. And you guys including, had one? We have one going to San Diego State. They have 11, including the number one player in the nation that's uh, supposed to go in the draft. And uh, yeah. Marcelo Meyer, who's, who's a great player. But, what yeah, we, guys, we swept them. What do the kids them. get for winning, for winning league? What do they get? Nothing. I mean, they, they don't get a ring or anything. It's just, you know, it was one of those things that a was. A banner? You guys get a banner? I don't even know. I didn't even ask. I don't never won one before. I have no idea. This is my first time as a as a head coach. Dude, that's so fantastic. Dave. I don't don't know. But uh, yeah, just in a, last year obviously we didn't have a season. So in our second year we've gone from D two to D one to sweeping the the defending CIF champs and winning league. Fucking great. God, that would have pissed me off if I didn't mention it. I'm sorry. Uh, no problem. I, I wanted to mention because so many people on Twitter were great in uh, congratulating us. Well, and I love too the KUSI has done a really good job of telling not only the JP25 story, but yeah. kind of following the path, and they have done a great job of that. Congratulations Thanks. to everybody with the Barons. They have a great story. We'll keep, uh, we'll, we should have an update by uh, Monday. By Monday, we'll know who we're playing on Tuesday. All right, awesome. We'll look forward to that. See you then. All right.